0: They tell. They tell a story of a husband and wife that uh, can't have a good ending. <laughs> went to a doctor's office together and um, uh, after the doctor checks over the husband who hasn't been feeling well lately, he speaks to the wife privately. He says to her, this is where things are holding. Um, if you want your husband to live, then for the next three months, you have to make sure to serve him breakfast every morning. You have to make sure that you make a nutritious meal for him every Afternoon for lunch and a nice, warm, healthy supper. You have to make sure that you don't argue with him, that uh, you don't let out your frustrations on him. You don't bring any stress into his life. He needs to stay calm. He needs to rehabilitate. This is what he needs for his health right now. Otherwise, uh, the prognosis is not good. So she goes out of the office, and her husband says to her, "Knew what did the doctor say? So she says, unfortunately, the doctor said you're going to die. Um, we learned in the last ice we learned about the concept of chukim. We learned how the mitzvahs are split up into three levels, Eidos, mishpatim, and chukim. Um, the mishpatim are those mitzvahs which you're able to relate to logically. The edos are those which have a appreciation in context. And the chukim... Are those mitzvahs which are completely uh, ununderstandable? It's impossible to properly understand the chukim. We said that the primary battle of the yevanim was lahavira <laughs> They fought against the chukim because, like we discussed at length, they have no problem with Jewish culture. They have a problem with supernatural not just supernatural in and of itself but a supernatural which connects to a ratzain which is l'may l'mitam. a supernatural which is saying that this is the ratzain of Hashem which goes beyond any logic or reason that a human being can possibly have so this is What? Are humans by nature completely. I mean, if you think about human beings, how can that? Why can they have a problem? Because humans by themselves are very illogical. We do a lot of things that humans by themselves are very illogical, and therefore the Yuvanim had no problem with things that are illogical in and of itself. They had a problem, like we said, with the idea that there's something that's so completely beyond us. Uh That's the Ratzin Hashem that we can't begin to relate to on any level. So we said that this is the concept of Achayik. And we said the truth is that when a Yid performs any mitzvah, even Eides and Mishpatim, he also performs them because they are the Ratzin of Hashem. And this is the idea that we're going to expand on in Ois Dalit. We'll understand this according to that which is known. Even when a Jew is performing a mitzvah which is logical, whether the logic of the mitzvah is in the mitzvah itself like kibodava aim whether the logic of the mitzvah is higher than the mitzvah itself but in the context that makes sense like eating matzah on pesach but the ultimate reason why we perform that mitzvah is not because of the beautiful culture that there is in matzah bal soup but because, Sheheimiratzein Hashem, because this is what Hashem wants. just like a chayk. Every mitzvah that a Jew performs, he performs because that's what Hashem told me to do. And I told you, that this has practical application as well. Because sometimes, the Torah demands, aim where kibbutz avim doesn't logically make sense or the Torah expects one to listen to Hashem even when it goes against kibbutz you right? respect your parents oh man, sorry. I get, I get mixed up. but that was just an example the same is true in all mitzvahs, stealing so again Sometimes the Torah will tell you don't take someone else's money even where logically it would make sense that you should be allowed to take it. And sometimes the Torah will tell you that in this situation you must destroy property if it's of a desire whatever it might be even if according to logic live and let live what are you going and destroying someone else's things for, and so forth. In other words, our connection to mitzvahs, every single mitzvah, whatever mitzvah it might be, is a supra-rational connection, even when it's a mitzvah that, in the right context, in its presentation, is something which makes sense. The Indian said, "This idea, Shagam, haMitzvah sheyeshaleihem tam tsarich lekayimam mipnei sheim ratzin Hashem, that even the mitzvahs that have reason, we need to fulfill them because they are the ratzin of Hashem. Huloi rak mitzat haAdam haMekayim. It's not only because of the person who is fulfilling the mitzvah. Shakiyum haMitzvah sheleit tsarich liyis b'derekh avedas eved. That his fulfillment of mitzvah needs to be." In the way of Avedas Eved. In Chassidus it discusses two levels. Two ways in which a Yid serves Hashem. One is like an Eved, a servant. And one is like a Ben, a child. Each one has its advantages and disadvantages. When it comes to the advantage of the service of an Eved, it's this idea. That when an evid is instructed, paint the room black. It's not up to him to say, you know, I think white will look better. It's up to him to pick up the paintbrush and start painting. The way that we need to perform mitzvahs is in the way of Advaita's evid. That idea... That we're performing mitzvahs in the way of Veda's Eved means that when we perform a mitzvah, we do it not because we appreciate this mitzvah. Wow, this mitzvah really makes sense to me. If you're doing the mitzvah because it makes sense to you, that's very dangerous. Not that you shouldn't attempt to understand the mitzvah. For example, when it comes to the mitzvah of Tkiah Shafer, Reb Sadia Goyn, Gives ten meanings to the mitzvah ke- of tikkun that everyone's able to relate to and understand and appreciate. It represents a coronation of Hashem. It reminds us of Akedas Yitzchak. It awakens us to the tshuva and many others. But ultimately, when we blow the Shafer, even if none of these meanings may make sense. We blow the shofar because this is what Hashem wants us to do. And the blowing of the shofar, Parents, could you move the chairs so I can see you. The blowing of the shofar is in a way that it's avedas eved. We're blowing the shofar because this is the Ratzin of Hashem. It's something which doesn't need to make sense and need to relate to us at all. If Hashem elon stavin lachdev etzim, if Hashem had commanded us to go and chop wood, then that's what we'd be doing. Instead, Hashem told us to wrap villain. If Hashem had commanded us to chop wood, maybe we'd be a lot more fit. <laughs> you know that the reason why we eat latkes and, uh, and donuts? donuts on Hanukkah. Because we want to make sure out. that we are completely oh. ag- against every aspect of the Yavani culture. <laughs> the, the eating donuts and... We latkes helps pizza? us reach that point. What? We also include pizza? The pizza, the donuts, the latkes, everything that we eat on Hanukkah. You mean like that's, it's, joke like that's,
1: that's
0: exactly what the, No, because no. the Yivanim want you to be fit. And, ah, um, God. You should eat oily. Shezehu davka kishemekayim as ha-mitzvist. This is only when a person fulfills the mitzvist. Lo mitzad hatam v'haseichol. Not because of The logic. That is inherent in the mitzvah. And there is logic inherent in every mitzvah. Not in every mitzvah. In the mitzvahs of Edith and Chukim. And Mishvatim, I'm sorry. There is a logic which is inherent in the mitzvah. A logic which you could relate to. A logic which you could appreciate. But that's not why we perform the mitzvahs. Ki im only. Mitzad tzivoy ha'adin Because this is the instruction of the master. Because this is what Hashem told us to do. So the reason why we perform a mitzvah is not not because we understand it, but because Hashem told us to do. But the mimeh is going to say it goes beyond our performance. It's not just that we don't perform the mitzvah because we have an appreciation of the mitzvah. But also as far as the mitzvahs themselves are concerned. Kikal haMitzvus, every Mitzvah, Gam haMitzvah sheyashaleym tam, even Mitzvahs which have a reason, they're Hashem's Ratzin, a Ratzin shalemayla meitam. In other words, ultimately, of course, the reason why you do certain things have a certain rhyme or reason. We don't act in illogical ways all day long. The argument can be made, even when you're wrapping tefillin, that studies have shown that it hits the right uh, what's it called pressure, point. pressure points on the arm and on the head, which help you be stay healthy or whatever it might be. But that's not why we perform the mitzvah of tefillin, and it's not even part of why we perform the mitzvah of tefillin. It happens to be that because the world aligns. With the Ratzin Hashem. Because the world aligns with Ratzin, perhaps maybe stand. Maybe standing will be better. Because, maybe standing will be better. Because the Ratz, the world aligns with the Ratzin of Hashem, therefore, in order that we should be aligned with the Ratzin that Hashem wants, so everything makes sense, everything fits, everything goes together. But the reason why we wrapped philin is because that's what Hashem wants. You know the story of the guy that he brought his friend to shul. And uh, it's his friend's first time in shul. And as they're going through the service, he's constantly explaining to his friend everything that's happening. Here we're doing this because of this. Here we're doing that because of that. Here we stand because it's respectful standing. Here we sit because of other reasons. Everything he's explaining up and down. Then the rabbi gets up to speak. This rabbi was known to give very long drushes without paying any attention to... So the rabbi gets up to speak. In the middle of the speech, he picks up his watch and he looks at his watch. So his friend asks him, why did you just look at his watch? His friend says, no reason whatsoever. In other words, he's not using that watch, and he's not interested in the watch. It's just something which is lamailamitam. you supposed to laugh, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah, I don't get the
0: joke. <laughs> okay. You have to know how to tell a joke, I'm sorry. Um... Yes, I'm not going to moonlight as a comedian. Um no, it was good. It was all right. Yeah. It,
1: you get one guy
0: in the crowd. I'll just... He'll be, he'll be bothered with you.
1: I'll bring Tanchum. <laughs> Probably not the guy you want to bring
0: to you. So there's a concept that yes, we do things in order that they should make sense. And we want that our Torah and mitzvahs should be in line with our logic as well. But that's not the only reason we perform mitzvahs. We perform mitzvahs ultimately because the mitzvahs are the ratzen of Hashem. Because that's what Hashem wants us to do. Even where there's no reason at all. There's no logic for it at all. We're doing it because that's what Hashem wants. Kikal ha all the mitzviz, kama the mitzviz, shiyash alayim tam, heim ritzaina yisbarach. They're the ritzain of Hashem. That means ultimately, not stealing, as much as not stealing makes sense in order that you should have a just and Fair. S- civil society, but that's not the real reason that it says in the Torah not to steal, the reason it says in the Torah not to steal, is because that's what Hashem wants. And the reason it says in the Torah to honor your parents, is because that's what Hashem wants. And the reason why it says in the Torah to eat matzah on Beisach, is because that's what Hashem wants. And the reason why it says in the Torah not to wear shatnis is because that's what Hashem wants. Rabbi. And when it comes to each of these mitzvahs, ultimately that rutsen of hashem is not something we can relate to at all we can't relate to the rutsen of hashem you know why hashem wants it do you know why i love strawberry shortcake what Because because i want it You like chocolate mousse and I like strawberry shortcake. Why? Because that's what it is. Because that's what you want. The rutzayin itself of a person is completely beyond seichel and tam. So of course, tanchum, you could argue that it's delicious. You could argue that there's a reason, that there's a logic behind it, but ultimately the connection of a mitzvah is the ratzon of hashem and the ratzon of hashem is something that even the ratzon of a person is Lamai, how much more so the ratzon of hashem not only that the Maimer is going to say even the reasoning of a mitzvah being that it's hashem's reasoning is beyond our ability to be able to relate to because hashem's reasoning is not our reasoning <laughs> HaShem says that you can't relate to me because HaShem is infinite, we're finite. HaShem is a creator, we are creations. That's even where it does come down into logic. So what? HaShem says, listen, I want you to be able to connect to me And I don't want you just to walk around like a zombie all day, just doing things mindlessly. So therefore, when I give you a Torah, I'm going to give it to you in a way that you can have a relationship with it as well, so that you can study it, that you could understand it, that you could relate it, and there are going to be levels of reasoning that you do understand and that you can appreciate. But ultimately, that's not the essence of what it is. The essence of what it is is the Ratzon of Hashem.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, I thought this like the, a nice idea that I heard from Ra- from Manus Friedman, like along the, along the lines of this, is that um, it shows that Hashem, the, the creator of the universe, has a personality that we can't fully understand. The person we can't understand the personality at all but that there is wants and not wants. Like, we don't understand why he has a a want for us to do certain things or not do other things. But it means that he's he's not a non-being. He's a being that has actual individualness.
0: It's a very nice idea and a very deep idea, but it's one also which we have to be very careful with. Because as soon as we start giving any type of label or description then we're giving a label or a description of something that we do relate to and none of these concepts of individualness of character of being or any of the other descriptions or labels are something which in the way that we relate to them can describe hashem
1: but wouldn't it if, 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 it, if it, in any way it would, it would go up the chain? Like what I mean by that is that it's not like Chas Like at the core of it, Hashem's personality is as non-existent as this table, and that my personality is actually more real than Hashem's personality, and that like a person's. On personality, the contrary. Right. Exactly. Like it goes up the chain. Like. It that's. Goes, it goes, and that's like true. Is, and the
0: Rambam says, as well as in other places that the emishter is the Yesha amiti the emishter is the true existence the right. true Yeshness. or um on uh, what's it called uh, whatever so at the point the of him
1: which is beyond any kind of understanding and personality it's not that it's like a table personality where there's like mamish no personality but it's like Ultimate personality—that it's not
0: even personality because it—it's. It, it but again, stuff. when you think of personality, you think of personality. That uh, the 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 there's expressions of different uh, ideas and wants and um uh, different.
1: Don't types deal, of don't steal,
0: but, don't do shyness. we to fill in. I so if you're going to start attaching our perception of personality and using that to describe Hashem, then you're entering into dangerous territory. I'm not telling you it's not true, and I'm telling you it's a beautiful, deep idea, but I'm telling you you still have to be careful with the way that you present it and with the way you relate to it. Because Hashem is not an ultimate person. We're not saying the most cool person is a person who has these features. And Hashem is the ultimate. Hashem has these features in the maximum. Or even in the infinite. Hashem doesn't have features of a human being. Hashem doesn't have features of a person as we know Him. Right?
1: But, it's, but it, it's, not, it's not like down the chain, like where it's like he's like, like I was saying, like the table, like where there's, it's just none, no care, no being, no.
0: There's no question that the depth of Hashem, and this is where the idea that you're saying, as I said, a very deep idea, the depth of Hashem, when Hashem is saying, don't wear shatnas, it's not just an arbitrary thing. It's something which is deep and meaningful on every different level of existence. But, parrots. it's not just meaningful on every level of existence. It's meaningful beyond existence. And where you reach and touch that meaning, which is beyond existence, its meaning inside of existence really ceases to matter. So why is it meaningful on every level of existence? It's meaningful on every level of existence because Hashem didn't want it in His kindness. He didn't want it to be arbitrary to us. So therefore, He created a world which the entire world and everything inside of this world, including ourselves, are perfectly aligned to the Torah and Mitzvahs which He gave us. He didn't just say, go, chop wood.
1: It sounds like a
0: Hashem that cares. Of course He cares. But His care is being expressed in His wanting to form a relationship with us. For example, this isn't a perfect example, but it's an idea which is brought across nevertheless, so it's safe to use it. If you have a parent that goes and plays a game with a child... So in his involvement inside of this game, there are rules. If you if you land on this square, you are out. If you're three outs, then you lose the game. Whatever it might be, there are rules. Are these rules logical? So you give them a certain sense of logic. That means you attach it within a a framework that you're able to relate to the able to appreciate but there isn't any real rhyme or reason to these rules what's the ultimate purpose of this because the game is a way that the parent can connect to the child because the parent and his parent thinks that he's involved in whether his job Whether his challenges, his mature challenges, his adult life, those are things that the child has no connection to. And being that the parent wants to have a relationship with the child, he sits down and plays a game with the child. And in the game, he's malbish, he encloses certain ideas in some type of structure in order that he should be able to interact with the child
1: because on a certain level if the parent would just express itself then it would if the parent would just express themselves completely in their full maturity and their in and, and the way they would want in in that way then they would come across as non-being because correct. the child would just be like well, what there's no conception correct but but that means that the, the the being, like, we're, like you were saying, the being of the parent is actually more mature and more refined. Than the yes. Child, to the point that they can have a But to, to w- in, in, in this,
0: in this sense, Gabriel, you have to be careful. Because the parent ultimately is a more perfected, hopefully, a more mature, a more developed child. Sometimes not. But ultimately, that's what the objective is—that a parent should be a greater child. The Eibaster is not a greater human being. So that's where you have to be careful. That's where you could end up with using the types of descriptions which you just used and, and saying things. What
1: say, would you say is a better way to say it?
0: Uh, that we could discuss. It's not. I, I. I just want you to know, inside of what you said, there's a depth and appreciation that Hashem wanted to relate to us, and Hashem wants His relationship to us not to be strictly arbitrary. But at the same time, there's also a danger in not presenting it with the wrong tilt. Okay. Okay. Let's continue for now gam, Mitsada Mitwis also as far as the Mitwihs are concerned. Kikal ha mitzviz, all of the mitzviz kama mitzviz she tam, even those mitzviz that have a reason. Heimritzein ne They're the ratsin of Hashem. Ratsin shalamailom tam. They're ratsin which is higher than logic. Iraq only. This is what Hashem decreed. Shah ratsin, the mitzviz eli islabish kambetam. Where you're able to relate it. In other words, even the intermeshing of So, shatnas, we said it's a chayk, it's something which is completely illogical. But nevertheless, wool represents something, linen represents something, the mixing of them represents something which shouldn't be mixed and you're able to apply in a certain logic that you're able to relate to. That which you're able to relate to, don't make that the mitzvah. The mitzvah is don't wear shatnas. Because if you start making what you're able to relate to a mitzvah, you're going to make a new religion. You're going to create a whole new religion. The reason why you don't wear Shabbos is because Hashem said don't wear Shabbos and that not wearing Shabbos is a Ratsun shalomai Why? It's Hashem's Ratsun. Don't try to be able to grasp it. Don't try to be able to relate to it. Just use your head to appreciate the lessons that you're able to learn from it what the wool and what the linen and what the mixing of them represent that you could do and it makes it more beautiful it makes it more more meaningful it makes it more connected to me if
1: we're not supposed to think to if we're not supposed to know the reason or relate to the reason then why do we spend so much
0: time trying to find the reason because There's two aspects. There's the essential aspect and the me aspect. Hashem created me not that I should be a mindless drone doing the commands of Hashem. Hashem created me because He loves me and He wants me to be able to connect to Him. And to be able to connect to Him, Hashem... Allowed in his kindness that Yislabish that there should be a relationship between us. And therefore he gave us a tay with 613 mitzvahs, and he told us, Shaykh Alulavan Asrik. And in this shaking of the Lulavan Asrik, he clothed so much meaning, so many ideas. There's the ideas of the ingathering of the harvests, there's the ideas of The different things that it represents, the lulav, esr, and Arabis, represent four different types of Jews from one extreme to another extreme. They represent different character traits, different parts of the body. The heart, the eyes, the lips, the spine. They represent different levels of godliness, different letters of Hashem's name. All of these things are all meaningful in a way that it's not just a mindless drone. I am able to connect Hashem. But it's very dangerous because if we start speaking about the meaning of the mitzvah of tefillin, I might start feeling that to have it square is something which I don't think fulfills the ultimate objective of Sheba if I would make mine round and put it on my head in a round way, then I'm connecting to a much more roundness and embodiment of Sheba And if I would make it pink instead of black then it would be so much more appealing and so much more um, friendly and so much more encompassing so i'm going to start wearing pink round filling and then i'm not going to be doing the mitzvah even if i change one of these things the mitzvah is gone that's why every single aspect of a mitzvah has to be because it's the racing of hashem now you want to know why it's square if you learn in the pshat ram is Jewish said you'll find reasons why it's square square you want to know why it's black you'll find that also You relate to it, you don't relate to it. It's something that you could grab onto. It's something that you could connect to yourself in order, again, that we shouldn't be a mindless drone, in order that we should connect our beings, ourselves, to Hashem. But we have to always remember that that which we are relating to is only that Hashem chose to clothe His ratzen, in something that we're able to relate to but it's not that that which we're relating to is the ultimate essence of why I'm doing this I'm bringing my wife flowers because that's her ratzen now the flowers have a meaning they have a certain color which connotes something they have a certain um, shape which can whatever it might be that's all beautiful but ultimately I'm bringing my wife flowers because she wants flowers. Because that's the Ratzin. And the Ratzin has to be overarching in our performance of mitzvahs, not the logic that we relate to. And not just this. Even the reasons of the mitzvahs, as I told you earlier, as they are, truthfully, they're super Logical. Their lamaila may have on a higher than the logic, the Seykh al Nushi. In other words, even Chachma of Atsilos, that Chachma of Atsilus is, on a certain level, the ultimate Chachma. It's the ultimate Chachma because it's inside of the structure of creation. And it's the source of Chachma, of Bria, and then Chachma of Yitzira, and then Chachma of Asiya, and my Chachma inside of my brain. So it's where it all comes from. But even that level of Chachma of Atsilus. Ultimately, it's higher than the ability of a human being to understand. You will never ever understand chachma Vatzilus because that's impossible for you to understand Chachmah Vatzilus just as it's impossible for you to grasp infinity. Because chachma Vatzilus ultimately is the Chachmah Vashem, and as the Chachmah Vashem, it's not something that you have a potential to relate to at all. The mitus ha mitzvis who kmeishahimba Chamasizbar. The true reason of mitzvis is the way they are in Chachmasizbargh in the chachma of Hashem. So even on the level of Ta'my Ha which is lower than the Ratsain, the ultimate mitzvah is it's Ratsain. But it's goes down and it's in the slabish inside of Chachmah. And inside of Chochma it have some kind of time. But that time is beyond the grasp of a human being. Then that time goes and it filters down in a Hishals until you can relate to it as well. You can also get some taste and some feeling and some appreciation of the mitzvah and you should. So that you're connecting to the mitzvah. But you should only do it knowing that what you're connecting to is very, very distant from the essence of the mitzvah itself. You understand, Parrots? Yeah? Not so much. What's your question? My
1: question.
0: Yeah. You have a question on it? No?
1: Why did Hashem make it this way that we would be so far from its, its essence?
0: That's your question, Berk. Huh? I don't have a question on it. Why not? You should have questions. It's important to have questions. I have no question on the elections. You know why? Because I don't care about them. But something they I care about, I have questions. You have to care about the memory, and therefore have questions about it. You're looking at it from the bottom up instead of from the top down i'll explain that to you more soon let's let's read a little bit further in those he safe since the chachma of hashem is ain't safe, is infinite especially since he blessed be he and his chachma are one Ein shayich, it's not possible. She seichel Mugbal d'anavram that the limited intellect of a creature, of a creation, yuchal, should be able to lahasig to per to understand. Amit Atam the mitzvah the true reason of mitzvahs. Ukamoy shekasav biygeris hakodesh, as it says in the geris hakodesh, she tameh ha-mitzvahs loy niskalu. The reasons for mitzvahs were not revealed. So you can tell me, what do you mean the reasons of mitzvahs aren't revealed? We have so many reasons for mitzvahs. We have so many reasons that are given, that are explained, that are discussed, that are extrapolated, that are um, uh, expanded upon. But those don't represent the essential reason of the mitzvah. The essential reason of the mitzvah is Again, right now we're talking even of the mitzvah on its level of tam, on its level of reason. Even in whatever place that there is revealed and explained, any, some type of reason, which seems to be understood to us, that means even where we are able to somewhat relate to some kind of reason, some kind of logic connected to this mitzvah. So even there, the reason which is revealed to us, which is understood to us, is not the ultimate reason. And this idea, that the reason which we're able to relate to is not the ultimate reason, is something that you're able to understand logically as well. Even your logic is able to understand the pasto simply that limited logic cannot understand the chachma of Hashem, which is unlimited. You can relate to the idea that your finite intellect cannot relate to the infinite. Are you able to perceive the concept of infinite?
1: No. I can barely perceive the concept of
0: pizza. What about infinite pizza? How about infinite pizza, yeah? Infinite doesn't just go on and on. Well, yeah, it, 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 when it, it goes on and on, then it's a. Th- there are two types of infinite. Have no end, so there are two types of infinite. There's an infinite of finite and an infinite which is essentially infinite. An infinite which is of finite means. How many dollars do you have, Parrots? Canadian dollars, whatever the
1: government gives.
0: Them. How many dollars do you have? Uh, yeah, we'll go one. You have one dollar. So imagine you had infinite $1. That would be a lot more dollars. It would be it would be a lot more dollars and I'm sure it would make you very happy, right? For at least 5 minutes. 15. I wouldn't give it much more than that.
1: you buy with it make you happy.
0: Yeah, you know the story of you know the story of the guy that the Ben the ben tells the story. The story is told in other places also. The guy who um, uh, he was he, he he had backbreaking labor. He could barely pay his bills. And uh, one time there's a Malach that comes over to him. He used to chop wood, so he sat down to rest, and he was just like complaining, I can't do this anymore." So the Malach came over to him and said, "I'll grant you any wish you want." So he says, "My wish is that everything I touch should turn into gold." So, yeah, it started nicely. He was really excited, but it didn't end well. Um, I was a dumb wish. Huh? It was a dumb, dumb wish. Way. Okay. Because really the like everything I keep with my
1: left foot.
0: More just <laughs> it just the, because the same, the same way, it's a muscle which is bringing out an extreme, obviously. But. That extreme ultimately will translate into any other wish you could possibly think of. It's you, know, you know the story of the guy that he was walking down the beach and uh, he came across a genie. The genie says, I'll give you three wishes. So he says, great. He says, but uh, just know that anything you wish for, your enemy is going to get double what you ask for. Your ex-wife, whatever it is. So uh, he wishes for a uh, Bugatti. Did I say that right? A Bugatti. So he gets a Bugatti, and his ex-wife gets two. He wishes for a palace. He gets a palace. His ex-wife gets two. Now he has one last wish. He says, "Scare me half to death." <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <laughs>
1: See that's the story. That's the story about the guy who's well, heard all I the other stories
0: about the wishes. <laughs> so, as far as infinity is concerned, yeah. you could have infinite dollars, and whether that will make you happy or not—that's a debatable question for another time. But as far as infinite dollars are concerned, it's not true infinity because each dollar that you have is finite. You just have an infinite amount of finite dollars. True infinity is something that even one point of that infinity at any point in this infinity it's infinite. It's not an infinite amount an infinite amount of finite at any point within the infinity it's infinite. When we're talking about the Eibishter, the Eibishter is infinity. The infinity of the Eibishter is that there is no logic that can begin to grasp him, because it's not that the Eibishter has infinite logic, but let's take a slice out of that infinite logic and apply it to us, because even a slice out of the infinite logic of us, uh, uh, out of the infinite logic of Eibishter, is an infinite which is beyond our finite grasp because every point within the logic is infinite which is Bilti mukbalas*. it's infinite however Hashem chooses and wants that we should be able to relate to and understand Torah and Mitzvah so that we can have a relationship with Him and that's the top of page 277 in the English, in the middle of the paragraph of here, towards the end of the paragraph. On the contrary. This, that in some places, there is revealed and explained a logic which we're able to understand that the lulav is the spine, the, the, the hadassim are the eyes, the ravis are the lips and the Esrig is the heart. Beautiful, wonderful. Bring it all together. Make it into something stick Draw it all down. That's so beautiful. But hupella gadol. It's a great wonder. It's like, could you imagine, where this brilliant person walks into a kindergarten classroom And he explains one of the most abstract theories to these children. That's amazing. It's not, however, even a beginning of how amazing it is that we should be able to understand a logic of a mitzvah. Because, ultimately, the children can grow up And relate to and appreciate the logic of this abstract theory but we can never grow up and appreciate and understand the logic of Hashem because we will never become infinite at least not within our finite existence we can become infinite we can become infinite when we connect Hashem who's infinite and when we connect properly to Hashem, then we're able to be infinite. And because Hashem wants us to connect Him and become infinite, therefore Hashem went and clothed His logic into a logic that we're able to relate to in our finite selves in order that we should climb out of our boxes and connect to true infinity. rak Hashem. It's a kindness <speaking> of Hashem. Shigam Adam ye lo'i eiza that even the seichel haadam, the logic of a person, should have some type of appreciation, appreciation, some type of hasoga, some type of grasp in this thing. Even after, with the kindness of Hashem, there is revealed and explained a tam, a reason, which is understood to us. Hareyaduats known The reason is only on the general mitzvah, not on its details. (laughs) Shemikolza, movon, that from all of this is understood. (laughs) Shagam ha mitzvahs to that also the mitzvahs of edis and meshbatim, haim kemoi chukim le They're like chukim for us. The truth is that even not stealing, even modesty, modesty we do as a chayk We do as a chaik. In other words, the culture of modesty, the culture of modesty is something which changes with the times. What was true 50 years ago is not true today. What was true 100 years ago wasn't true 50 years ago. In this culture of modesty. But when it comes to the essence of modesty, as a Jew perceives modesty, he does it because that's what Hashem wants. And Hashem's want doesn't change, mm-hmm. and therefore we do the same things today that we did fifty years ago, that we did hundred years ago, that we did thousand years ago. And why do people ignore it? Ignore Jews? Ignore, ignore there are people that ignore everything. Well, Jews ignore Shemikolza move them from all of this. It's understood. Shagam haMitzvahs to edus Also the Mitzvahs of Him and mishpatim. Himkamaychukim legabeno. They're like chukim for us that even where it's something which should be logical, nevertheless, the ultimate reason why we do it is because it's a chayik. Also the reasons of mitzvahs that are a result of chachmas the wisdom of Hashem, they're higher than the intellect of creations. More so. They're not just higher than the than the seichal of creations. They're chukei In other words, the chachma of them is infinite, and even the chachma of them we're not able to understand. But that, at least the Ivanim can appreciate, that there's chachma which I get and chachma which I don't get. There's things which I understand and things which I don't understand. And within their culture, they make room also for things that I don't yet understand. That I don't yet understand. However, the concept of that there's something which is the Ratzin of Hashem and the Ratzin which doesn't even begin to apply to me in any which way. Ratzin is is The Ratzin of Hashem which is higher than the Chachma Zehu masha yvanim bikshu la viermi This is what the uh wanted Lahaviram to cause us to transgress. Chukaritzainacha, the chukim of Hashem's Ratsan. Hukamba mitzvah the Aidus Mishbatim, even in the midst of Aidis Mishbatim is also the concept of Chuke Ritzainacha. In other words, the essence of the mitzvah, that the essence of the mitzvah is that it is a Ratzon Hashem Shalamitam, kia Yevanim Bikshula Akir Hasbishalam, Miyisraal, a sahergashala kishab mitzvah. Ultimately what the Yivanim wanted is be the ultimate person, the ultimate personality, the ultimate character, the ultimate emotion, the ultimate intellect, the ultimate beauty, the ultimate everything. That's what the Ivan wanted. Reach the ultimate. The Yivanim were all about the ultimate, the ultimate man, the ultimate um, philosopher, the ultimate sports, sports person. The ultimate everything. That's what the Ivanim wanted. They loved ultimate, but something that goes beyond my ultimate, beyond my limitation, beyond what I can reach, that the Ivanim hated because that broke them. They always had this this culture of striving to be the best, and you reach the best, then you've reached the goal. But that there's something greater than the best that completely erases their entire culture. And that's why we eat donuts and latkes. <speaking in Hebrew> wanted to uproot from a yid. The godly feeling of mitzvahs. Shekal ha-mitzvahs him chachmasay yisbarach shalemaylo miseichal nusheh All of the mitzvahs are Hashem's chachma, which is supra-rational, and that's lahavurim mm-hmm. haviro mechukeh ubikshu la'akech asvshalom asaherges shabamitzvahs shabamitzvahs emitzayn yisbarach emitzaynacha. They wanted, God forbid, to uproot this feeling that a Jew has. You walk over to a Jew in the street. So, are you Jewish? Yes. Did you ever put on tefillin before? He doesn't know what you're talking about. Says, Come, there's a mitzvah. The mitzvah is to wrap these boxes on your head and your, no, on your you arm me. and your head. So, um, tanchum, logically, when you're thinking about it, you would say no thank you. But tens of thousands of Jews roll up their sleeves and say, okay, it's a mitzvah, let's do it. Super weird. It's super weird. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. And yet, this is where your Mendel Futterfast would do Nitsum. He didn't speak English. He walked over to someone and he said, Miju, you ju, tefillin you tefillin And you know what they would do? Roll up their sleeves. Roll up their sleeves. It's crazy. It's crazy. What is this? What are you doing to me? I've never seen something like this, dude. Need help?